want cereal or an egg and toast this morning? Cereal, he said. He went to the table and pulled the cereal bowl toward him, then dumped Cheerios into it. She glanced out at the sun glinting off the thick snowdrifts, then saw the clock on the stove. Miss Florence is expecting you in twenty minutes. It's the start of the winter holiday, Mom. I like Miss Florence, but I'd rather go fishing with you. Can't I skip tutoring today? She frowned at his reluctance. She'd never known him to be less than eager to go to Florence's. We'll go fishing this afternoon. When Eddie started to call her mom instead of mommy, she should have noted the transition. Now she mourned it. He would be a young man the next time she blinked. Nearly eight years old. Where had the time gone? He rarely needed her help now, not with breakfast or getting ready for school. His bed would have been made. He was the neatest kid she'd ever seen just as Rob had been. It fascinated her to consider how much of Davy's quality she could credit to heredity and how much to environment. Even though he looked like her, he walked like Rob, and he had Rob's cowlick at his forehead. He was a neatnik, and he loved trains, just like his dad. His favorite color was green, and nearly every shirt he owned was a variation of that shade, as were Rob's the one she'd given to the Salvation Army after his death. She snapped out of her trance when Cade walked with a heavy tread into the kitchen. He brushed a kiss across her forehead. Morning, hon, he said before continuing on to the table. I wish it were Saturday instead of Monday. I'd like to go fishing with you two. Breakfast? she asked. I'm in the mood to cook. He smiled. I'll have eggs and toast, if you don't mind. I've got a busy day at work. I don't mind, she said, her spirits deflating. She'd hoped he would remember her doctor appointment without being reminded. He'd change his plans and go with her if she asked. But he'd been so distracted lately she hated to add to whatever burden he wasn't sharing with her. He ruffled Davy's hair. Looking forward to your winter holiday? You bet. Bree turned to the stove and whipped him up an omelet, his favorite kind, with spinach, mushrooms, ham, and cheese— The coffee aroma filled the kitchen, and then the pot beeped. Bree poured him a cup and handed it to him. He grunted a thank you from behind his newspaper. She would not cry. She turned back to the stove and flipped the omelet over. These days, she felt on the verge of tears most of the time, probably the fertility drugs. Sliding the omelet onto a plate, she placed it in front of Cade. He looked up. Thanks, babe. He caught her hand and kissed her palm. The love in his gaze soothed her. Were they ever going to have their own baby? They'd both been devastated when she miscarried three months ago. Glancing at the calendar again, she started to ask him about going with her today, then shut her mouth. No, it wasn't a big enough deal. When Kate pulled her close before he left for work, she almost changed her mind. If the news was bad today, she might need his strength. It took all her determination to nuzzle her face in his neck and keep back the words. Once Cade was out of the house, she grabbed her keys. I'll run you to Miss Florence's. She snapped her fingers, and her search dog, Samson, got up and came to her. His dark eyes were eager, and he ran to the door. Driving to the cottage at the edge of the vast tract of forest where Florence Hawkins lived, Bree glanced at her son several times. You okay, buddy? You're quiet this morning. I dreamed about Daddy last night, he said. He told me to watch for him, that he was coming.
Bree hid her wince, but her fingers tightened on the steering wheel as she navigated the icy curves in the road. You know that's not possible, Davy, he scowled. Don't call me Davy, he said. I'm not a baby. He'd always be her baby. Your daddy is in heaven. He'd come for you if he could, but he can't. Her boy's mouth turned mutinous. Maybe he could come see me as a ghost. I wouldn't be afraid. I heard a cry outside the window last night and got up to look. I thought it might be him. Bree stopped the jeep in the driveway behind Florence's bright yellow convertible. Maybe you were dreaming. You know there are no ghosts. Your daddy didn't want to go to heaven when he did. But you have to accept he's gone, son. She'd thought these discussions were long past. Rob had been gone for almost four years. She and Kate had been married for two, and Kate had been such a good father to...